Hello everyone, today I want to talk to you about allergies. There is a vibrational discord at the heart of every ailment. Sometimes that vibrational discord shows up as a sore throat. Sometimes it shows up in the body as cancer. Other times it shows up in the body as an allergy. If we struggle with allergies, it means that we have become desensitized to the discomfort of our thoughts and to the discomfort of our emotions to such a degree that our body had to become sensitized. If we have allergies, we have been stuck in negative emotion and simultaneously believe or have believed around the time that the allergy developed that there is no resolution and no answer to changing those emotions for the better. Because of this, we deny our own power. We also feel, or have felt at the time that the allergy appeared, that it was not appropriate to express those emotions. The suppression of those emotions, whether it be fear, weeping, sadness, hurt, or anger, builds up and builds up until it manifests through our body. If you could pay attention to how you felt and made that the number one priority of your life, so as to follow what felt good, you would spend your time predominantly in alignment. And if you spent your time vibrationally in alignment, it would be impossible for you to be a match to any ailment. Your body would have to come back into alignment. You could not have anything like an allergic reaction. It's not about what you're eating or what you're spending time around. It is your belief about those things that cause the allergy. And we can believe things on a conscious level and a subconscious level. If we have an allergy, we have a thought pattern that is out of alignment with whatever we are allergic to. There is always some kind of trauma or fear at the heart of an allergy. This trauma or fear could be the result of subconscious emotional blocks or the result of fear that we experience relative to the subject of whatever we're allergic to. Trauma and fear can be caused by so many things that it's not possible to create a one-size-fits-all remedy to solve allergies. You can create symptom relief, but creating symptom relief and creating healing are two different things. For example, I could have had a negative experience with cats when I was a baby, in many cases so long ago that I don't even remember it, and so now I fear them, and so now I develop an allergy to them. Or, I do not believe that becoming allowing and relaxing brings things to fruition. In fact, I think that allowing and relaxing means that I will fail and be rejected by everyone for that failure, so when I'm around the allowing, relaxed energy of a cat, I feel resistance towards it, and that extreme level of resistance causes my body to have an allergic reaction. Another example is, I'm afraid of conflict and negative emotions, and so I go to great lengths to avoid both. Sage is a neutralizing energy. It is used to neutralize conflicts and negative energies, which is why people use it to clear houses and facilitate harmonious conversations. But because it holds a vibration that confronts and neutralizes energy, I cannot harmonize with it. I want to run the other way. 
So now I have developed an allergy, which is a vibrational incompatibility, with sage. Many children come into families who reinforce the belief that the world is not safe, and so they develop allergies to reflect that belief in their incompatibility with the world at birth. Many parents who maintain this belief that the world is unsafe tend to be hyper-clean. This is why so many children that are born into over-sanitary homes develop allergies. As people, we like to tell the short, abridged version about where illnesses come from. That's because most of the modern world adopts the Newtonian model of physics, which looks at the world in terms of only physical structure. But this is an issue because it's a limited way of looking at illness. It's a limited way of looking at anything. When we say the genetics is what causes an allergy, it's the same as saying the light bulb is what causes the light. But the story of where the light comes from started way before the part of the story which involved that light bulb. We like to tell the story that allergies are genetic, and we like to tell the story that allergies are caused by the specific pathogens that enter our body. This is a very limited way of telling the story. The real truth is, thoughts are what's creating reality. And your thoughts are what is making it so that you have a resistance to one thing versus another thing. It just so happens that thought patterns occur in families because you adopt the vibration and thought patterns of the people you spend the most time around. So if you spend a lot of time around your family, as most of us do growing up, it's only natural that we would adopt those thought patterns and that those thought patterns would reflect in similar ways throughout our body. This is why when people are adopted, they actually show the same likelihood of developing cancer as somebody who is a genetic byproduct of those family members. That means, regardless of whether you're genetically related to somebody or not, you're just as likely to get that same chronic illness that runs through that family. It's because we're adopting thought patterns. It's not because of the limited physical story of genetics. Everything holds a vibration. If we do not harmonize with something, it is because that thing holds a vibration that does not resonate or harmonize with ours. It's a vibrational incompatibility. But what creates that vibrational incompatibility is thoughts. You will notice that when you are thinking a thought that's holding you out of alignment, you are drawn together with foods and animals and pollens and materials that you believe are out of alignment for you. When you are in alignment, you are drawn together with foods and animals and pollens and materials that you believe are in alignment for you. And for many people, when they are drawn together with things they believe on a subconscious or conscious level are bad for them, the body's natural defense mechanism, which is the immune system, releases histamine, which triggers an inflammatory response in the body. The reason this histamine reaction so often affects the bronchial tubes and lungs, you've seen this in the characteristic I-can't-breathe allergy attack, is that breath is the doorway to life. If we think life is dangerous, we don't want to take life in. So that manifests in the body as not wanting to take in breath. So here are some tips that will help you to find relief from your allergies. The first is, you want to hydrate yourself. Make sure that you drink alkaline spring water or artesian well water, not tap water. You want to make sure that you drink this throughout the day. Allergies indicate that the body has increased its production of histamine. 
In a well-hydrated body, foreign agents that cause allergic attack are neutralized quickly without the body needing to create an exaggerated increase in histamine. Histamine is the cause of so many of those nasty symptoms that you associate with allergies. Histamine activity becomes exaggerated in a dehydrated body because the toxins within the body are high. So carry water with you all day long. On an energetic level, water holds one of the highest vibrations next to source energy. Potentially the highest vibration next to light itself. So it holds one of the highest and one of the most allowing energies that exist on the planet. Spending time around water means that you have to resonate and match the frequency of water so you will move into an allowing space. And allergy is the byproduct of resistance. So if you harmonize with water on an energetic level, you can't be a match to the resistance which is causing the allergies which you're experiencing. Try bioresonance therapy. I've had several clients which swear by this technique, but I want to warn you in advance. The mainstream medical American community thinks that this is quackery and pseudoscience. So don't be surprised if you find all kinds of articles like that about this particular therapy. But I think you all know the sentiment that I hold for mainstream medical community. I don't respect it very much, except for when it comes to acute injuries, physical injuries. It's very good at that, piecing parts of a mechanical organism back together, but it is very poor when it comes to chronic illness. Most of the promising studies relative to bioresonance therapy have come from Germany and other European countries. So basically, I think it's worth a try. It is used to erase the vibratory cellular memory of a particular antigen. Thus, it annuls the body's allergic response to that antigen altogether. The next thing you can do is cleanse your liver. Your liver detoxifies your body. A person who has allergies is resistant to their environment. They feel that they need to defend themselves against it, and the manifestation of that defense reaction is an overactive immune system, what we call the allergy attack. Your liver is so important to the function of your immune system, I can't even stress it enough in this video. Improving your liver will help your immune system to balance itself out. The immune system can function without creating an exaggerated histamine reaction. Allergies are one of the main reasons that people do liver cleanses. Most of you know that my favorite liver cleanse is offered by Andreas Moritz. It's called the Amazing Liver and Gallbladder Flush. It's important to liver flushes in accordance with the directions of that liver flush exactly. Liver flushes are not a minor cleanse, they're a major cleanse. They can be likened to doing internal surgery without the use of a knife. And it's important to continue doing these cleanses over and over again until you rid your body of intrahepatic stones. I can't stress to you how amazing this particular technique for solving allergies is. Think about having a pool for 20, 30, 40 years and never cleaning the filter. Now imagine what happens when you do clean the filter. That's essentially what's happening in your body when you do a liver flush. The next tip is you could burn 100% pure beeswax candles in your home. Some people choose to do this in their home throughout the entire day. Here's the theory as to why this works. Burning beeswax produces negative ions. Negative ions purify the air. Essentially, airborne particles are attracted to the electrode in a similar way that static electricity works. Then, they seek an earth conductor, such as walls, floors, or ceilings, and cease to be floating around in the air. Remember that these candles must be 100% beeswax. 
Most beeswax candles contain only half beeswax, and the rest is a dangerous toxin called paraffin. The next suggestion is make some modifications to your diet. Cut milk, wheat, especially white flour, and meats, especially red meat, out of your diet. Eating foods that are not designed for human consumption stimulates your immune system to protect itself. Your body perceives them as a threat to homeostasis, and so it becomes inflamed. It releases histamine. The immune system is put into hyperactive mode. When it does this, you are especially prone to developing an exaggerated histamine response relative to all kinds of things. Pollen, animal dander, grasses, other foods, you name it. The next tip is use neti pots daily and gargle with salt water. Flushing your sinuses and your throat area with salt water will decrease the inflammation response in your body. It washes out mucus and it also gets rid of the antigens that are already stuck in your upper respiratory system. Drink peppermint tea and green tea. This is one of the oldest remedies for allergies. It's a detoxifier, an anti-inflammatory, and a decongestant. The next tip is eat honey that's produced by bees in your region. This is especially helpful if you have seasonal allergies or pollen allergies. The bees transfer pollen from flower blossoms to honey, and honey is full of enzymes which help to metabolize that pollen. So if you eat a little honey every day, you'll gradually become inoculated against the irritating effects of pollen. The next tip is use colloidal oatmeal for skin irritations that are caused by allergens. It is particularly good for hives. It doesn't only soothe skin, it also protects it from irritants. The chemicals found in oats reduce the skin inflammation caused by these allergens. Use cold potato slices for swollen, puffy eyes. Slice raw potato and lay one slice over each of your eyes for a few minutes. For up to 10 minutes, you could repeat this by slicing new slices of the raw potato and putting them over your eyes so that you're rotating a new slice and a new slice for a period of 10 minutes. This decreases swelling and tightens the skin around your eyes. The next tip is don't just accept the physical explanation and the surface explanation as to why you're allergic to what you're allergic to. Do a little digging to find out what it is that you're really resistant to about what you're allergic to. Learn all about what you're allergic to. Look for your trauma and your fear relative to that thing. Then release resistance to that thing the same way that you would release resistance to any other thought. I'm going to demonstrate how this process works relative to my own allergy, to cilantro. To me, it tastes like industrial cleaner. When I was young, I would often accompany my childhood abuser when he would pick up cows from dairy farms and take them to the slaughterhouses. So I spent a lot of time around the slaughterhouses. And I didn't know at that time that the illegal immigrants got jobs there because that was the only place that would hire them. To me, I was just an eight-year-old child who opened the door and walked in on about a football field length of tables that were all lined with Mexican men that were covered in blood and cutting up parts of cows. To me, because I didn't have that larger understanding about why they were in this particular job, I just looked at them, and all Mexicans, to tell you the honest truth when I was younger, like they were a barbaric race of people. They scared me to death. It didn't help that later in my teen years, the men who were more sexually aggressive came on to me and made sexual advances while they were covered in all of that slaughterhouse gore. So I developed a serious aversion, not only to Mexican culture, but to slaughterhouses and everything that I associated with that experience. Now, cilantro was not a food that was eaten in my house growing up. So the first time that I had an exposure to cilantro 
was when my mother carted me unwillingly <laughs> to, to a Mexican restaurant. And when I tasted that, I associated it with Mexican culture, and I associated Mexican culture with that experience in the slaughterhouse. So that same sensation of fear came up, and my body developed a defense reaction to it because of that memory. Every time I was exposed to cilantro, my body recalled the memory of being exposed to those men in the slaughterhouse, and my body reacted as if it had to defend itself against those things. So now, when I eat cilantro, my gums get irritated, my mouth swells up, and I get itchy. <laughs> Finding out what is at the core of your resistance to things is absolutely essential to healing from them. Awareness is everything. It's the first step out of being inside the vibration of resistance. So even being aware of the fact that the cilantro aversion came from that primary experience I had with Mexican culture allowed me to release resistance to cilantro itself. I still don't enjoy it, but I don't have that same allergic reaction. Now it's only the taste I don't like. At the core of allergies is a belief that there are good things and bad things. If you were to see the food or animal or pollen or material from a perspective of source, which is pure positive focus towards everything, you could move the vibration relative to that thing into a different space. This means, if you know that you have an allergy to something, improve the way you're thinking about it. This doesn't mean run out and expose yourself to that thing. It just means that the more positive you feel towards that thing, the less your body will react to that thing with an attitude of having to defend itself against it. And it's important to remember that if you have decided that you have an allergy to something, you've increased your level of resistance to that thing. It means that you have more fear about that thing. And so your reaction gets worse and worse and worse. So it's very important when you're looking to heal from allergies to improve the way you're thinking about those things that you're allergic to, to improve the way that you're thinking about life in general, and to think empowered thoughts relative to the thing you're allergic to. If you do this, if you change your thoughts relative to whatever you're allergic to, or relative to whatever it is about the thing you're allergic to that bothers you, you will feel symptom relief relative to the allergy. And what's more than that, you can potentially completely cure it. Have a good week.